1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is always sponsored by Gaina Trucking. you got their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. We have a very special guest in studio, not on the phone, but in studio right now. And that is, of course, former Nebraska offensive lineman, current Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the CFL offensive lineman. I'm talking about Yoshi Hardrick. Yoshi, thanks for being here. Good morning, man. How are you?
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for today, man.
1: We're glad to have you here. Hey, it's super nice of you to come in. We appreciate that.
2: Thanks for inviting me, Steve. It's all been good vibes with you for ten years here. Yep. I'm glad we can still talk about these things. Yeah,
0: man. yeah. I mean, you're having quite a little run here now. <laughs> Two-time champion. He had the other day. I met him at the coffee shop. Okay. And he had he had one of his cfl oh. championship ring is that right I did. yeah
1: was that for that occasion only or is that for uh just because you're meeting with sip there or not
2: kind of cause I meeting with sip okay. wanted to show all it off a all little right. bit but <laughs> That's what I, thought. I was gonna wear it this morning but I you should well come on you could have you should
0: hey i'm gonna tell you something <laughs> it is a gorgeous ring like it is a is, really is it, is it huge it's pretty big it's not overdone but it is really sweet it's a big ring. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward
2: to the next one. We just we oh, won that yeah. one in nineteen. Season was canceled in twenty 2020. twenty. Twenty twenty one, we won it again. And I'm looking for a huge ring this time.
0: Two time champion, Jamarcus Yossi Hardrick, two time CFL champion, right tackle, seven year starter now in the CFL. Boom. There we go. Um has found a home in Winnipeg where he's been since two thousand sixteen. And you you said you got eighty percent of your team back about?
2: got about 80 percent of our team back we lost a defensive tackle uh two receivers and a running back got the n- entire offensive line back to nebraska fans you know offensive line means a lot so <laughs> it's good to have us all back we have a quarterback back entire defense is back so we still have to earn it yeah we have no guaranteed contracts we all have to get there and earn it
0: baby. <laughs> no guaranteed contracts but this is a team captain how many years you've been a team captain since 16
2: since 2016 showed up in 2016 was a guy on the roster bubble and now, now I'm a captain. All right.
1: I just okay. So I want I want to talk about the CFL for a second because uh, I will admit I don't watch a lot of CFL. It's not a, not, not a shot against the league. It's hard to find it. I think on TV in these areas. If I'm wrong, and people well, can tell. It's not me gonna be.
0: He'll explain that. that but go that ahead. Way.
1: I hope you do. Go ahead. Um, but there there's always when people watch the Grey Cup, which is of course the, the the championship, which you've won twice now. Yes, two time champion. They see this is different than the NFL. This is different than the football I know. What what are the biggest differences between the CFL and football as we know it with here in, in, in college and the NFL?
2: I say the biggest difference is the size of the field. Okay, the offensive line and defensive line are a yard apart. Okay, everyone on offense can be in motion besides the offensive line. So all the, all five receivers can be running to the offensive line scrimmage. So every defensive back is already in a disadvantage. Think about trying to oh defend somebody who's already full speed and you have a field that's a lot bigger. So it's a lot more scoring, a lot more excitement, and not a lot of three-run uh, three, three run plays in a row and punt. So everyone's trying to score. You got two downs to get a first, so it's exciting.
1: So you're telling me there's high-scoring games in the CFL. What, what's a, what's an average score that you get part of?
2: Well, it's not, a, not as high-scoring as it was. Okay. The COVID hit us a lot. Offenses took the biggest gotcha. loss from the COVID year. But, Is that right? Yeah, offense took a big loss from the COVID year. Defense, you can play a little faster. Uh, after COVID, a lot of new coaches, so a lot of new teams. And it was off to a slow start. But by the end of the season, it was back to the normal scores the thirties to 30 scores. So, But early in the season, 14 to 7, 14 to okay. 3 scores. That was a lot of defensive game. It wasn't exciting for the fans, but for the players, big physical games felt like we was an American. Interesting. Okay, Yoshi Hardrick joins us. Yoshi, we'll be able to
0: find these games easier now, correct? Yes, sir. How? How so? Well, we play on
2: ESPN one and ESPN two in the summer. Okay. Uh, throughout the season, we signed a contract with ESPN. So before the NFL start, we'll get a lot more play time. Okay. And we'll be a lot more ESPN, ESPN one and two during the summer and during the fall. It's hit and miss, but I know where our playoffs are. Okay. I don't know for okay. sure about the regular okay. season. Okay. So so when for
0: people they're wondering, you go to camp in two weeks, three two, weeks, two to three weeks, two to three weeks. And then your your exhibition schedule begins in late May, and you start real games in June. Yes. that's the season.
2: So, how are you doing right now? Are you in shape? Are you ready to roll? Well, time will tell. But I, <laughs> I've been putting in the work. <laughs> you still, work at Nebraska. I'm still putting in my work at Nebraska. I go there. I run. Uh, Duvall's a great guy. He opens a lot. He opens the weight room to a lot of ex players when in there. I get my great work in. But you have to show up. You have two weeks of camp. It's not like the NFL. NFL, you have you show up in Probably May or late April, and final roster is made in September or August. We show up the second week of May, and final roster is made in two to three weeks. Oh, boy. So, that's why there's a lot of roster turnover. The older guys get pushed out very quick. You got two weeks to show that you can still play with these young guys, and <laughs> these young guys are a lot younger and cheaper, so they're trying to push you out. So, I love it. It makes me wake up. It gives me that edge, and I love it. Wow. Yoshi Hardrick, 31. You're not exactly a, a
0: grandpa. Right. No. You're still fairly young.
2: Still fairly young. But their dudes coming to take your job, right? Yes. This guys. I was that guy one time. I was 21, 22, mm-hmm. coming in, looking at the roster, the 31 year old guy who's been there seven, eight years. Yeah. I know. Any, I don't know anything about him, but I know I want a spot. So. Yeah. So I know it's about four or five guys right now waking up and looking on that roster, looking at me, and. Yeah. I have to be there to hold my spot. So you're you're 31. Your right tackle's
0: 37. Yes, sir. You got a pretty veteran line overall?
2: We have a pretty vet line. Uh, we have four guys on our offensive line who've been in the league since 2014, since I was there. So okay. we've been a lot. The game's changed a lot, but the game has slowed out a lot to us. And that's the biggest thing I can take from it. I wish the game was that slow to me in college. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, let's go. I yeah. want to go back to, Jake, I, quickly a story. Okay. He tells it. Yoshi has a great story. Yoshi Hardrick um, comes up. From Mississippi, then you went to Fort Scott Junior College. And in 2010, Jake, you probably remember this. I was in college. You were in college. Yeah. You remember Yoshi Hardrick <laughs> was a big-time junior college recruit. Absolutely. Remember that? I, sure I do. He came here early arrival, January. And it didn't go perfectly right off the gate. What? It, tell me about the Mike Caputo story. What a
2: Mike Caputo story. He's a great leader. I yeah. can call him to this day. But I came in. I came in early. Uh, we were doing a lot of conditioning, a lot of off-season training, mm-hmm. and I was reading the newspapers. I was I was buying all into I'm a four-star recruit. Mm-hmm. I'm a four-star. I'm mm-hmm. the number one offensive tackle in junior college on some sites. So yep. I was reading all in there. I showed I showed up. Yep. And these guys was talking about lifting weights. The Nebraska scrummers like I barely can lift 300 pounds right now. Do you got? Uh, the walk-on guys coming there will put five hundred on their back, and I was like, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> so you so, weren't a big weightlifter? Yeah, I wasn't a big weightlifter. And right. far as the running wise, I was like, I play football, and that didn't work here. <laughs> so I wasn't making my times. And Mike Caputo came up to me. I'm thinking um, the media guy had me six seven, and probably had him six foot. And he came up and he yeah. got right in my face and okay. he told me he handed me my bag and said, until you buy in or until you can make your times. Until you can act like you want the end on the side of your helmet, get out the locker room. Get that, out the locker room. How,
1: how'd that go with you?
2: <laughs> well, I was already hurt because I didn't make my times, but that 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 hurt a little more. But after a couple of days, I was like, man, he's right. I'm glad it, I'm I'm actually glad it happened then because it kind of woke me up. Think about if I would have went through that entire year just that, with that mindset, mm-hmm. and that made me start. That made my growth process start happening right away. And I was like, oh. It's way bigger than me. It's a lot of guys here better than me. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guys here stronger than me, faster than me. Mm-hmm. And the program is way bigger than me. And Junior College is more like me and Levante was the guy. So anytime college is coming, me and Levante but we were the guys in Junior College. Well, so you come, you see us, we go anywhere, it's all about us. When I got here, me and Levante, Levante was third screen when he first got here, and I was on third screen when I first got here. So it was a process.
1: Wow. So I'm, I'm curious. And so because uh, that's something that we always question is if, if do guys come in here with big heads, it's, it's a four or five star player. I mean, do you see, think that's still a problem in college football or is that just kind of a one off for you?
2: It's probably a lot worse now <laughs> because you can take a visit now to five different places and have this big photo shoot. Yeah, they can give you big money and they don't have to hide it or do anything like that. And a lot of guys, if you're not playing right away, you transfer uh-huh. So when I got here with transfer it wasn't an option. It was mm-hmm. four, four and five year seniors, and all they talked about was they can't wait to put the helmet on and play in front of the, the sea of red. And I was like, wow, these guys been here five years; they never played, but they they're so excited and so invested into the end. I was ne- it would have never throw my mind to leave.
0: You could have LSU recruited. Well, a lot of people recruited you. You could have left, right? Right. But it never, yeah. Like you were telling me the other day, it never really entered your mind to leave.
2: Never. Yeah. Well, one of those things was I came in with Levante David and Brandon Kenny and Stanley Jean okay. Baptiste. We all went to Drew High together. Hello. Hello. Me, Brandon Jean, me, Stanley Jean Baptiste, Brandon Kenny, Levante David, all came here from Fort Scott together. Okay, so that Jeez. was a, that was a Man. big reason of me coming into Nebraska. Think about so those, big, those. dudes. Those are
1: big factors in this in the history of this program, at least in that time frame.
2: Think about those dudes.
1: <laughs> Brandon Kenny was a was a great receiver here. Dude, Levante David, of course, dude, <laughs> the dudest of the dudes. Yes.
0: Stanley Jeans. Uh, second, second round, round pick. Yep. Dude. By the Saints? Wow. Seven years starter
2: in the CFL. Jamarcus Yoshi Hardrick. Dude. You guys came at the same time. Yes. We, it, see, I was committed to LSU and they uh, they didn't have the offer. So okay. I went to LSU and I wanted to play with my guys, and I was telling them about Levante. They was like okay. we don't know what he can play down. He's too slow. I mean, mm-hmm. he was too slow for a DB and too small for a linebacker. Oh boy. Exactly. I took my we took my visit to Nebraska, and uh, yeah. me and Levante we both met with we both separate and when Levante came out he almost was worried I was like, what's going on?" he said they offered me whoa so when Nebraska offered Levante I'm kind of get kind of getting a little chills. I kind of knew right at the moment like I'm gonna be a Husker. but there was some more things that had to play into it, but I wanted to play with Levante again, did you because I why play, I played at a great high school and I didn't lose a game in high school Levante We was the number two-ranked high school my senior Levante played the number one-ranked high school. Okay. He went to Miami Northwestern. Mm -hmm. We had 10 guys signed D1. They had 12. (laughs) So we both came for winning programs. We both wanted to do them. We both were the two true freshmen who played that year at Fort Scott. A lot of guys get redshirted. Okay. And it was just a bond we had. And I was like, this guy gets it. He understands me. Uh We talk football. Nothing matters but football. So you played at – is it South Panola? South Panola, Mississippi.
0: Okay. So he played South Panola, Mississippi, Yoshi Hardrick. And you guys won three-time state titles. Three time three-time what? state titles. Yes sir. And then so then you met up Le- with Levante who was a state champion. Yes, Miami Northwestern. Okay.
2: Um, Miami North you North guys West. you guys had a good vibe. We did. We had I a great vibe. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We had a great vibe because it's all, kind of like one of these another stories. We went to Junior College. Okay. And Junior College only 12 guys from from out of state that can make the roster. Okay. So it's didn't 100 guys in there. Hmm. And 43 have to be Kansas, 12 have to be out of state. Okay, And they bring 100 guys in there, only 12 was going to make it. (laughs) So it's a lot of guys get redshirted every year, and then they play the next. So Brandon Kenyon was a redshirt, actually, when he played with us. He had came in. Me and Levante David was the only two true freshmen that made it. Is that right, at Fort Scott? At Fort Scott. And so we already had this little chip on us. A lot of guys been in this program. We just got here this summer, and we made this team. And that's where our bun started at. And we were just hard workers. But when we first got there, it wasn't that way. Coach Sims. Yeah, Jeff kicked, Sims. Jeff Sims kicked both of us off the team <laughs> for condition. again. Oh, well, no. For do Did you man. train, Yoshi? <laughs> it was. When I first got to Fort Scott, <laughs> yeah. I was training yeah. everything. And it was a tree probably 300 yards down. Okay. And he will tell us it was a 200-yard shuttle. So, we're running down there. We have this time. We have to do eight of them. If you yeah. can't make eight, that's how he weeds the team out. There's so many guys with 12 spots. Mm-hmm. So, conditioning is the way to weed the team out. And me and Levante, we, it was guys who have been in the program for a year. So, obviously, they were ahead of us in that uh-huh. program. And me and Levante was supposed to be from the two hot shots from the high school. We were out there throwing up everywhere. He's like, get off the field. I got enough guys. I can't babysit guys. I only have 12 spots. I don't know if you guys understand. Yeah. And Whoa. I was like, wow, Whoa. me and Levante, we both went back to the locker room. I mean, we both went back to the dorms that day. It's like, we didn't even know each other at the time like that. We just know we were the two struggling at the time. We didn't know, we, we didn't know, we didn't know either of us was going to make it at the time. We just know both of us almost saw God when we was out there running. <laughs> yeah. And that's about as good as got. And we bonded from that point yeah. on. It was funny that to us two yeah. was the ones that make it because yeah. we were the first two that saw in the dorms like, is this even for us? So, is that right? Yeah. Fort Scott. You for were Scott. in Fort Scott, Kansas, I was in which Fort- is a little different
0: than Batesville, Mississippi. Yes. Right? It is. It's, a, it's a, a little
2: bigger. When I got to Fort Scott, I sold pavement rolls, so I was happy. Yeah. You didn't – yeah, see, wow.
0: Yoshi Hardrick, who's okay. joining us right now, who plays for Winnipeg Blue Bombers, two-time CFL champion, right tackle, seven-year starter in the CFL. He come from a town – You your first red light. You saw your first red light when you were a senior in high school, right? Two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. They didn't have any lights, and they didn't have really paved roads. One paved road.
2: What? Probably the highway, the main highway fifty one, <laughs> and that highway goes from Chicago to my hometown. <laughs> That's why it's paved.
0: And what? Now, now the next segment we do, with Yoshi will tell about. Yoshi will tell us about the recruiting process with Pelini. Which is I look forward to hearing that. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Now. Um, what else are you wondering about the CFL?
1: Well, Jake? Uh, Yeah, this, okay. So the CFL. So let me say this: You're a Miami guy, or, so you're Mississippi, Mississippi, but yeah, Mississippi. Excuse me, but but anyways, I am a Miami Dolphins fan. So you met, you mentioned Levante, those from Miami Northwestern, right? Now. Um, so the CFL Cameron Awake is a guy that came from the CFL, like, so and he was a, a stud for the Dolphins. I, I'm curious, like are there are there guys? from the CFL that are seen as legends that moved on or even stayed in the CFL that everybody recognizes in the league?
2: Yes. The CFL – it's, we have a big league up there. We have our own ESPN. We call it the TSN. TSN. Yes. Yeah, TSN, sure. So when you go to our stores up there, you look at the cereal boxes, our players. Really? Okay, our brand is everywhere. Like, we're our own, own league up there. Like, I would love for you guys to come up. Only an eight-hour drive. Yeah, we okay. can do it, Sip. Let's make it yeah, happen. Put you on the, hey. the sideline. Hey. we have a good time. Hey, 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 hold on. We, we might do that. This summer, no, we can do it. We can come Come on up. Put you on the sideline. you have a great time. Take you to the best steak houses. Take you to I'm the blue in. houses. I'm in. Let's go eat some Canadian beef. Yeah, we do a show. We can do a show from up there. Yeah, we we could. Let's go have a pre A pregame can. for your game. Yeah. If Seontae Evans playing against me, it'd be a Husker reunion. There's a oh, couple yes. Huskers up there. Okay. So Seonta playing for? Hamilton Tiger Cats. Just okay. played against him in the championship. And that was that was that was fun. Me and Seonta, I've been up there seven years. He's been up there by six, and we play against each other a lot. It's always fun. Because we never really played against each other and it's It's that respect thing, but I've never got the chance to hit you, so I'm chasing you around like a little kid out there. (laughs) So that's probably the funnest part, like me playing against Deontay. I've never got a chance to hit him, so I want to hit him.
1: No, you do. yeah.
2: So it is – you guys are the deal in Canada. We are the deal. And it's like – compared to the States, we -hmm. only get 30 to 40K per game, but it's sold out. Is that right? We we hold 30 to 40K. It's going to put 30 to 40K in. Our fans – it's, you know, the temperatures. Negative 30. It was my last home game. Okay. sold out. Is that Negative right? Negative 30. Someday. Really? Negative 30. And you're not in a dome. No domes in Canada. <laughs> that's, no domes. that's awesome. You got to be Canadian <laughs> tough. And the Canadian tough reminds me of the walk-on program down in Nebraska. Okay. Huh. They don't complain a lot. They don't talk. Life is what it is. And huh. they just work hard. When I got here to Nebraska walk-ons, I wish I could see all of them to this day and just hug them. I, I, I haven't seen them. I should keep in touch more. Those guys showed me how to work. Those guys probably played one snap and it was senior day or they played hmm. in the spring game. First one's in the locker room. First one's in the weight room. Last one to leave him in the treatment. Always extra in the weight room. Always extra after practice. And you're like, these guys have never played. When I first got how I didn't understand. I was like, you've been four years. You haven't played one snap. Yeah. He's staying hours after practice. Hours. It just meant so much to him. He wanted to wear that in for the, since he was a kid. Hmm. I don't know if it's still like that or not, but that just that just meant a lot to me when I was I was like, yeah, I can transfer here. I, I, I want I love it like they love it now. Like I want to I want to represent the end that way. Yeah, it's interesting. You noticed it right away too, yeah, right? That, right away when I first got there, Caputo was a walk on. Yeah, Caputo. Caputo. my Caputo was a walk on. It was. Uh-huh. Walk on, turn starter. The yep. walk on, turn starter, the one who kicks me out the locker. Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how about that, 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 Yoshi, that, that I, love that you, story. I love that, that story. That tells you just the team, how the team was ran in, the pride that you had, and just having that in on the side of your helmet. It, it makes you have that pride. He hands you your gym bag, didn't he? Yeah. It was like a mesh bag with all your laundry in yeah. it that you used when you work out. Yeah. He handed it to me. He was already packed. Like you're out. Like, you're not off the team, but you're not in here with us until you buy in. You and it was, was like, wow, that's awesome. And that was, that was so big to me, man. Yeah, that's interesting. Yoshi, it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that walk on thing. It's, the walk on's still a big thing here. Jake, you kind of looked at me like, is it still a well, big thing?
1: Well, I, I, asked, I said that because this, you know, it, it, he mentioned the pride to play for the state. You know, we've seen in the recent years some of the best talent has gone other places. I mean, the, 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 there was six players that went Division One, or they're going Division One this upcoming year, and I think what two of them went to Nebraska or one, something like that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you got one of them was going to go to Missouri. Now he's going to Wyoming. You got another one that's leaving the state because he wanted to play in warmer weather. So, like, you know, you're not keeping all of your talent in state. I no. think the wa- I think the, there is a there's still
0: walk on pride. There
1: though. are there is there's there's pride there, but I don't think it's like it was. Well, when he was here, it level. wasn't that long ago. Well, th- th- there's been a lot was- of losing since then. Yeah. Right, that's just fair. It's just real life. They missed five straight bowl games. I mean, at that time when Yoshi was here in 2010, 2011,
2: 10 is that right? 14 and three. Think yep. about
1: that. I mean, in his first year in Nebraska, <laughs> was a top five team at one point. They right. lost to Texas. We we'll get that later on in the show. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> but they yeah. were top five team, <laughs> right? And, you know, they went oh, and, they, yeah. and then there was there was the first year of the Big Ten also that he was a part of. Nebraska went there and they they were they were winning. They were a consistently winning program. Right now, you've missed five straight bowl games. Things have changed. Yeah, yeah. but there still is a pride. I don't think it's like it was then. If I'm wrong, people can text. So your line,
0: Caputo was the center in 2000. What was the 2011 line? The 2011 line. You started every game the first 11. year
2: in the Big Ten. The first year in the Big Ten, left tackle was me. Okay. Uh, Andrew Rodriguez there you go. was the number one player out of Nebraska who came in. Andrew from? Rodriguez was my left guard. It was his second year here. Really, okay. he had stopped yep. behind Keith Williams for a year and he was ready to roll, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah from, Aurora. from Aurora. Yep. Yeah, yep. Mike Caputo was the center. Spencer Long, another walk on turn starter, right guard. Was drafted S- third round. Yeah, Spencer with our Long. right guard. Yeah. Marcel, Marcel Jones, good Marcel line right there. That's a good line. That's a good line. Yoshi, it's a good line. In 2010, the line was. Now you weren't starting in ten. No, no Jeremiah was a starter. I come sub in sometimes, but it was Keith Williams, Caputo, Ricky Henry, and Marcel. Also, me and Marcel had a little switch over there. Also, it was like a three three tackle rotation.
0: Those lines, Jake. The, I mean, that's those were better lines.
1: Yeah, point well, They they showed it too. They performed. Yeah, performed well. The offense was – I mean, that, that 2010 offense, if you remember, was humming with Taylor Martinez. Yeah. I mean, those guys put up – he was ridiculous by himself, but then you got Roy Hallou out there at yeah. Rex Burkhead. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, they, you guys put up points. Yes. You go out to Washington and put up a 50-burger on them. Uh, start off the year with the Western Kentucky, win Kansas State on the road, Thursday night football. And Taylor's still
2: running right now from that yes. game. I was drinking a Kool Aid, baby. I, <laughs> I, we were, I, I wasn't, I was wasn't starting yet, yeah, and I was on the sideline. Well, I started getting subbed in a little bit, but most yeah. time when Taylor was doing this thing, oh my god, I seen those runs for the side. It was like the fastest thing I ever seen at the time. <laughs> I get home, we're all over ESPN. Taylor's getting Heisman talk. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's everywhere true. you go, it was Nebraska everywhere. And before I came here, it was like Sue was here. I watched oh, that yeah. bowl game and I watched that Big 12 championship. I was committed to LSU still at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, wow, Nebraska is suit this, suit that Nebraska. Like Nebraska, well, you couldn't miss Nebraska. You just couldn't miss it.
1: Did did you I would go back real quick to 2010. So before that year, that was, you know, Zach Lee was the quarterback in 09 and Nebraska of course, you know, you weren't there yet yet, but they had lost to Texas in the Big 12 title game, but they, okay. you know, they beat Arizona by 33-0 in the bowl game. So take us back, if you remember, to the first game of 2010. Did, did you know Taylor was starting that game? And, and what did you see in practice leading up to that? Was, was he, was you, could you tell he's going to be this electrifying player throughout fall camp?
2: I didn't know he was going to be an electrifying player, just to be completely honest kinda of found out he was gonna be starter probably a week or two before that. He was trying okay. to hide it a little bit. They, Zach they Lee, Zach they Lee was it. getting he was getting will he was getting he was getting his reps taken slowly but surely. Okay. Okay. And he started to see Taylor a little bit more. Yeah. Then we started to see – Sean Watson was passing a little bit more. Then you started seeing Taylor do a little bit more option <laughs> out of <a> shotgun. <laughs> oh, hmm. yeah, so yeah. it was kind of like we, we had seen it, but yeah. we couldn't hit Taylor at practice. So he was, it was like he's, he was going to score every play because he's a quarterback. <laughs> right. He couldn't hit him. So we didn't yeah. know what to expect. He's just always running. Yeah. He's always running far. Yeah. And after that first game, we was like, wow. And Eric Martin came up and told us – Eric Martin would tell us all the time, he was California State player of the year. You know how hard that is, how big California is. Who told you that? Eric Martin. Oh, Eric, t- Martin. Eric Martin. Eric Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Martin was always telling us, you guys don't know how good Taylor Martinez is. We was like, why are you talking about Taylor so much? He's not even going to start this year. You guys are going to see. Taylor was a, a California State player of the year. You know how hard that is. He went to a, this big high school. Yeah. He yeah. was this quarterback, yeah. and everyone was expecting. And we saw right away, and I was drinking the Kool-Aid. Taylor was one of my one of my favorite teammates to play with because he didn't say a lot, right? But when he scrapped it on, he was all about winning. Interesting. That is interesting.
1: Yeah, That's one of your favorites. But, well, he, hey, Taylor Martinez was a stud. Take yeah. it. You can say all you want about Taylor, but that 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 dude was talented. This he one, was a game changer. Okay, one, re, reintroduced okay. Yoshi. We're joined again. We're enjoying my studio by Yoshi Hardrick, former Nebraska offensive lineman, currently a Winnipeg Blue Bomber of the CFL, two-time champion. And when, when we come back, line, yep.
0: After break, we'll talk about how Bo Pellini got Yoshi to Lincoln, how he recruited him, and and why it remains a special thing to Yoshi.
1: That is up next on Early Break on the Ticket. (laughs)